What is going on, creeps, freaks, and ghouls? We are back again. Episode 24, I believe. Is it? Yeah, I believe it's I've episode lost count. 24. That's what Peepaw was saying before you popped in the room while you were still uh, updating your Zoom. Yeah. Yep. Well, so anything going shit. on with you guys this week? Uh, so I went to the theater twice, and uh, I saw Beast. Was was excellent. Keeps you going the whole time. And then I saw Bodies, 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 which I'm getting ready to talk about. But uh, You know, ironically enough, uh, they just changed the name of that to the Beast. It was originally Prey, and then Prey did so well, they changed it to Beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the original ads for that were all prey up until like a week and a half ago. Huh? No shit. It would it would have helped. It would have uh, each each movie that move that name would have been excellent for. But I'm kind of glad Predator got the prey. Yeah, because it it makes more sense with the the story. Yeah, um, you go either way because it's just a lion attacking movie, you know. And Predator. Uh, Predator versus Prey, it's it, it works, you know. Yeah, well, then it plays with uh, who's the predator, who's the prey kind of thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I spent the weekend in Chicago. I got to stop out to the uh, House of Horrors out there, the uh, the new um horror shop they opened. Very nice people there. I had to talk myself out of buying this very handsome um Toxic Avenger um button up uh, shirt which was pink with Toxie's head all over it. Oh, that's awesome. It was damn dapper. Um they damn had dapper. they had a, a terrifier uh uh action figure that was uh, pretty cool. Which the trailer for part two is out now. Yeah the ta- the trailer terrifier two is out now looking good. Uh it's uh it's actually they they moved it in right across the street from one of my favorite restaurants when I hit Chicago which is called Kuma's Corner. So Hoodfoot, Remington, Indrid, and I uh, uh, went out and uh, hit Kuma's Corner, and it was right across the street. So we hit that, and then we hit Demon Bar before we came back. Hell yeah. So had a blast in Chicago. Went to the Galloping Ghost at, uh, uh, as a favorite of Pondo and I's. It's uh, one of the world's biggest arcades. Thousands and thousands of units. Um, it, this this uh, arcade was the size of a whole city block, and it was right across the street from my really, really weird hotel. Uh, called the Colony Motel. Why was it weird? Um, well, uh, my room wasn't as weird as Indrid and Remington's. Theirs looked like a straight-up fuck shack because it was everything was jade and there was mirrors on the ceiling and all the walls. <laughs> um, ours like had the aesthetic of what would I would equivalent to um, 60s motorhome. A lot of browns, whites, and oranges. A lot of oh, nice. Panel. Hell yeah! But it was it was better than the hotel we stayed the night before, which was the Motel Six, which didn't even have a microwave or a fridge. So we were drinking beer out of the the sink with ice in it. Oh, you might have said it. You might have said it, but uh, um, that galloping dose is twenty four hours. Yeah, it's twenty four hour arcade. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, we went in there thinking it was a barcade. It was not, but uh, so we ended up uh, going down the road to a restaurant called Tony's. Uh, eating some food, having a couple beers. And when I got back to the hotel, everybody was like crashing out. I went across the street, played Galloping Ghost till like five, six in the morning. And then we went and uh, had a little time out in uh, Chicago, hit Kuma's, hit a Demon Bar, uh, House of Demon Horrors, Bar's sweet. places. 
We had yeah, a blast. Our, our coasters were not behind the bar anymore, but they were replaced by um, some very worthy competitors. So I didn't. It makes me sad. I still have a picture of the one that I drew there, but that was what three years ago. That was a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did finally get to go see Nope this weekend. And, and one of you stayed awake. I stayed. One of us. Yeah, Ethan fell asleep again. Boyfriend slept again. <laughs> and. But, I I I absolutely enjoyed it. My yeah. only complaint, it was very long. I didn't expect it to be as long as it was. But other than that, man, everything about that movie was awesome. Like awesome. It, it was um I've never seen the concepts and stuff that they used in an alien movie. It was different than any alien movie I've ever seen. Really. We, we already spoiled it, so you can you can spoil it. Yeah. Um the Gordy part, you know, with the <sighs> I, I thought that was a lot sooner in the movie, so apparently last time I made it longer than I thought I did. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, you woke back up for the go-to part and went back to sleep. Ah, okay. okay. I think I you thought... heard all the like screaming and orangutan ah. noises, and it kind of startled you awake for a minute. <laughs> What's going on? But no. no, man, everything about that movie, it, it was fucking badass. I don't want to spoil it here, because if, if people aren't didn't listen to that episode, I'm not going to go into spoiler town. Gotcha. You know? But I, I don't know what else to say. I, it's one of my favorite Jordan Peele movies so far. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It, I out would... did, uh, it out did get out for me. I, 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 uh, well, I, I, like I said, I went twice so I could refresh my memory. Yeah. And, uh, second time I saw some things that I didn't see the first time. I know yeah. I'm going to have the unpopular opinion here, um, but I've only seen Nope once, so I, need, I definitely need to check it out again. I still think Us is my favorite. Us, it's close. They're close for me, but they're like neck and neck, man. I think um, Nope might have went a little above Us. Us is Us has a lot going on. Like that's a fucking deep fucking storyline compared to this one. This one's a lot. Like this one's up more up Pondo's alley. It's a little little yeah. easier. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not as deep, you know. Us slow minded motherfuckers need a movie, not <laughs> not that other shit. Which really surprises me. One of my movies is one of your guys' movies. Uh, actually, I'll go first. How's that? All well, right. hold on. We, we haven't told them what the spoiler movie is going to be. So we're going to be sorry. spoiling um, Orphan <laughs> Kills or Orphan First Kills, uh, which is streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, that's going to be our spoiler movie we get to later on in the evening. Uh, I just want to throw that out there before we got going. But you go ahead. Uh, and shout that. out to Julia Stiles for making it back to Hollywood, man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even recognize it was her until after it was over. But I think oh. that's yeah. Ethan said something. He's like, who was it? Yeah, I'm she sorry. was much. Uh, she wasn't as young as I used to remember. You know, she was more of a model. Still though, still though. I mean, oh, yeah. is, there, is there some something I don't know why she's not been in anything in a while, or just I don't. I don't think it's one of those situations where she was ran out of Hollywood or anything. I don't think it's. One of those things, like that girl from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin or whatever, or, or uh, knocked up. Apparently, she got ran out for being a horrible twat. But uh, I think I, I don't know. Maybe she just didn't get any roles. You know, people's shit dries up after a little while. You know, I guess so. Yeah. She's a good actress, though. Yeah, she's always has been good. Uh, Ethan pointed her out in this one. I didn't even recognize her either. And he's like, "Hey, it's that girl from Ten Things I Hate About You." And I'm yeah, like, no. I, I, I yeah. picked up on it like boom. I was like, yeah. whoa. I haven't seen her in a while. He's probably, he's probably been uh, watching like Save the Last Dance over and over again or whatever the he's... fuck is. Step Up. What was it? 
I don't he's even got, we have different I, I, I'm taking a pot shot at the guy because he's got bad taste in like '90s comedies. Is all we saying. have very different movie tastes. <laughs> she's she's had to sit through "Dude, Where's My Car?" probably more than when she would like to. I, I was amazed Julia Stiles it's got true. naked with the dude from Fargo in some movie, and he he killed her. And he wound up in prison. I, I don't remember what that movie was, but uh, yeah. uh that was called Edmund, and that was Edmund. one of the. One-off non-horror movies made by Stuart Gordon. Yeah, I was really shocked when she took her clothes off. I was like, whoa. I was even more shocked that she took her clothes off from William H. Macy, but you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's got to, I guess. <laughs> Somebody had to, yeah. Somebody yeah. had to. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. maybe that's why Julia Stiles never came back. Or took out. She's like, you know what? After Edmund, I really got to clean up. Um, I didn't think I would be having sex scenes with William H. Macy. That, that would life. kill your career right there, huh? It's like, I should, I should be with hunks. <laughs> well, I'm glad she made the comeback after that. Yeah, so uh, we'll be we'll be hitting Orphan Kills, our first kill later. Uh, but till then, uh, why don't you hit it there, Pond? Alright. So, already you guys are going to make fun of me that I watched this movie just by the name. The name of the movie is called Dead Dicks. And yes, that is why I watched it because I was looking for really weird names and Dead Dicks is a pretty weird name. Doesn't uh, live up to its name. Yes. Nailed it. Well, uh, 2019. Is it zombie Dicks like Killer Condom? Oh, hold up. Uh, 2019. <laughs> it's only an hour and 23 minutes long. Uh, Chris Bonita. Boita and Lee Paula Springer uh, both directed this. Okay, so Dead Dicks is about a guy named Richard who okay. keeps committing oh. suicide. Oh, well, there's But he has happen. like a vagina shaped thing in the wall of his apartment, and he can't kill himself because every time he does, he comes out a a another. Uh, Richard comes out of this vagina. Another Richard. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Is he being reborn or is it just yeah. another version of him? Another version of him. Like there's just I a mean, pile of dead Richards and another one comes to slip. Are they? Do they yeah. act the same? Like yes, yes. They okay. know. They know who they are. All that. Um, sounds like he, that blood punch movie we watched, Kelly. He he, uh, he contacted his sister. <laughs> Who came out over and and she found him hanging up? Uh, you know, he hung himself in the closet, and then uh, next thing you know, there's a naked dude next to her eating cereal. It's like, why are you in my apartment? And it's it's Richard, <laughs> one of the dead dicks. Uh, so this movie just keeps getting. More and more um, trouble. More, uh, Richard keeps getting in trouble. The sister keeps getting in trouble. Uh, the whole movie has four characters in it. And, of course, at the end, it, it's an art film. It's one of your guys' films. But for some reason, <laughs> this one was made very, very well. Uh the name I know would throw somebody off and, and make them not want to watch it. It sounds like uh, the floor is lava playing playing the game Dead Dicks. But uh, yeah, I would it, definitely it, uh, read the description before yeah. I <laughs> it would it's, grab it. It's on Tubi. I watched it on Tubi. 
2019, an hour and 23 minutes long. Uh, it's just a whirlwind of uh, these two just keeps getting in trouble with all these bodies. So uh, uh, hour and 23 minutes, you can make it through that. So uh, I'm it. interested if you two will watch it and tell me what you think next uh, next show, next episode. And with that, I'm tagging out. You have oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I give it, I give it a four saw bats. That's that's what a good time that I have with this movie. Hell yeah! All right. And I you think you guys will too. It, I think you guys will too because I, I know it sounds like I'm making fun of you guys. I'm not. It's your guys' kind of movie. It's one of them art films, but for some reason, this one really, really uh, delivered. So. Um, Dead Dicks, 2019, hour and 23 minutes with that I'm tagging out. I get a dead dick every once in a while and I've had too much whiskey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so um, I decided to go back. Uh, do you guys remember, like, in the late 90s, there was kind of just, like, a boom of, like, where they would just be throwing horror movies into the theaters, and there was just, like, a lot of them, like, you know... Uh, your final destinations. Your I know what I did last summer. Your Valentine's. You're good and you're bad and you're ugly. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, the, a lot of everything good. in between. They were just like, is it a genre yeah. flick? Is it not going to be too expensive? So I've been kind of rewatching some of those. Uh, it, it got sprung by um, I was listening to Quentin Tarantino's new podcast, and uh, he did The Relic, and The Relic was one of those movies. And I remember enjoying The Relic because, like, you know, there was like a bunch of these movies that came out that you'd be surprised how good they were if you went back and watched them. So I went back and I watched Deep Rising from 1998, starring mm. Treat Williams and uh, Famaki Johnson, or however the hell you say that girl's what? name. <laughs> Bomke Jansen. I guarantee you know who the hell she is if you saw a picture of her. Mm, okay. She's just got one of those names that makes me a super mush mouth, and I can't, I can't do it. I, I'm too retarded. Um, this is uh, directed by Stephen Summers. Uh, this was a fun fucking movie, man. I forgot just how much of a blast it was. Um, basically, you got a group of mercenaries um, who have boat troubles pull up on a cruise liner that's been attacked by a giant underwater monster. And it's eating everyone on the boat besides uh, the Famke Johansson girl, whatever her name is. Um, <clears throat> the monster itself is really cool. It's, it's CGI, but it actually like really worked. A lot of tentacles. Uh, it's super, super gory. I didn't remember it being as gory as it was. But they just go into rooms where there's just like piles of skeletons and bodies because this sea monster has been eating the shit out of these people. Um, cool little uh, like uh, mid-90s uh, shootout on jet skis while you fly out of a, a exploding boat kind of situation. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was like a good, uh, um, good time capsule for what movies like that were that we could actually... Get a little bit of a budget and get in theaters. Uh, this this one was a lot better than I remembered it being. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, that's Deep Rising, 1998. It's hour 46 minutes. Watch it on Tubi. Uh, I'd give it three and a half to a light four. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't I don't remember that at all, really. It's it's a lot of fun. It really is. I don't you know, think until now I've even heard of it. Really? Yeah. I, I suggest you guys check it out. I mean, it's got I feel like I can, as a mercenary. I feel like I can picture like the cover of it from working at video stores, but I don't remember that I, movie. I remember, yeah, I remember the relic. A jet ski flying out of an explosion on a boat with tendrils. I, I remember out. the relic. Is is no. it a lot like the relic? 
I would say it's um, more like Predator on a boat because it's like oh, a group okay. of cheesy mercenaries that are all covered in muscles and like machine guns. Uh, but instead of, you know, the Predator, they have they're fighting tendrils. Gotcha. And then they, they end up fighting the whole actual monster at the end. It's like this giant, you know, HP Lovecraft style thing. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was a lot better than I remembered it being. I'd, I'd definitely recommend it. With that, I'll tag out. All right, I will tap in. Uh, the movie I'm going to talk about, it's on AMC+, Plus, Netflix, and Prime. This one is 2019 One Bedroom, or it's like 1BR is the way yeah. it... Yeah, yeah. Uh, by David Mor- Mor- Marmor. I don't know, I didn't hear of anything else that he's ever hey, done. Marmor? David Marmor. Please in Marmorg. <laughs> no, Marmor. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway... Um, yeah, this one, I liked it. I liked it. It's about this girl. She's um, pissed at her dad because her mom was dying of cancer. And her dad um, was banging her mom's nurse up until she died. So she got all pissed off and wants to go start a new life in L.A. Well, her dad doesn't really believe in her. She wants to, you know, go to school to be a fashion fashion designer and shit like that. They fight a lot in the beginning. And she stumbles across this, like, nice little apartment complex. And everybody's super friendly and super nice. And, um, you know, her dad's still disagreeing. Like, whatever. What do you think you're going to do? And I don't know. So she goes her own way. Gets a job, like, in some sort of law firm. Like, I don't know, some sort of secretary work or some shit. And um, the neighbors are all, like, super nice. But a little, like, too, you know on them she has a cat that she sneaks in they're not allowed to have cats it says that straight up on the lease so like one night she gets this um note under her door talking about her breaking the lease and she didn't do anything about it so a couple nights later i'm not going to tell you what happens poor kitty (laughs) and basically all hell breaks loose it comes down to this place is like uh a cult and they're trying to use um like uh what's the what, what type of therapy is it where it's oh like uh negative reinforcement to unlearn traits that she learned like living with her dad and stuff so they're trying to cut her off from the world and make her live in this place they like torture her into you know like believing what they want her to believe and yeah i'm not going to tell you how this ends but i really enjoyed this one i thought it was pretty good um i'd give it i'd give it three and a half I thought Sounds it was like decent. It kind of has like a like a Rosemary's Baby kind of thing going. Yeah, on. kind of Rosemary's Baby, kind of Stepford Wives sort of vibe in some in some ways. It was cool. I liked it. But yeah, I'd recommend this one. One bedroom. Uh, uh, spe- speaking of Rosemary and that, have you guys seen the uh, the trailer for Florence Pugs' new movie coming out? What's I it called? Um, something Darling. Oh, yes. That looks really good. It's got that girl that was in Midsummer in it. That's Florence Pug, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That, uh, I think I that's going to be a uh, mind control Rosemary Baby. That's what that looked movie. like. I'd seen that when I seen Nope the other day. I seen the preview for it, and I was like, oh, that's one I want to watch. That and Smile. Smile looked like. Yeah, Smile looks really good. Yeah. All right, so. Our friend at Deathmatch Worldwide. I was over there to this house, and I'm my normal self, so I started hating on ghost movies. And Ah. Corey 
told me, he said, I have a ghost movie that will change your mind. I've been and meaning to watch that one. It's called, I have a copy of that. It's great. It's it? called We Are Still Here, and it did. It changed my mind. This was not a bunch of uh, jump scares and all that. This was pretty gory. Had a lot of gore in it. And let's see. So I don't want to give nothing. Kelly, you've watched it with me. Have I? Yeah. So Maybe how, now, how can I not? Memory. If you, if you even talk about this movie, you're giving something away. Don't you agree? Yeah. So, so it definitely doesn't gonna... have the normal spin of a ghost story going for it. Yes, exactly. Kind of wholly different going on. Um, so it's 2015. Uh, it's an hour and 24 minutes long. Uh, Barbara Crampton is one of the main actresses. Uh, Monty Markham who does a lot of uh, uh, family movies is pretty fucking evil in this movie. And then Larry Feston plays uh, a hillbilly in a lot of movies. It's, I I'm so going to fuck this up. Ted, G-E-O-G-H-E-G-A-N. If you guys know what that name is, um, but, uh, we're still here, 2015. Uh, lasts an hour and 24 minutes long. And Corey Hayden, you was right. This this movie was pretty fucking good. Uh, we are still here. I give this one. You know what? I want to give this one four as well, just because the story was uh, all there, and I came in already hating it and walked out loving it. So four four saw bats right there. And with that, I'm tagging out. Uh, I own a copy of this, too. I really, really liked it. Um, I've watched it quite a few times. Um, I'll tell you what it's about off pod, Kelly, and you'll remember watching it. Yeah, but you if you do it. that, don't, don't you think that'll, like, spoil anything? Yeah, it's, one of those, it's a movie that's really hard to talk about without ruining anything. Yeah. Just recommend it and let them watch it. Chris says I've seen it, so I don't remember, though. Yeah, we watched awesome. it together. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's it. I would just say it's a non-traditional ghost story, and it's really cool. A lot of cool special effects. Yeah. Definitely won't go where you're expecting it to go. Huge twists. Definitely liked it. All right. You'd so recommend it. You'd recommend it. Guys. I would definitely recommend. It. I'd probably give it three and a half. And with so that, my I'm next one. Um, uh. It's the newest one in the Paranormal Activity franchise, next of kin, oh, but it shit. has nothing to do with ghosts at all. Yeah, um, they just—it's another one of those ones where they made a movie and then they slapped it with a Paranormal Activity name hey. ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, so don't let that dissuade you from watching. It has nothing to do with ghosts at of, all. Of all things, they thought was like that. Of all things, they thought, well, we'll sell this movie. We'll make it a Paranormal Activity. I mean, and I think they only did it just because um, <laughs> some of it's filmed in that, like, infrared, um, like, uh, where the screen's uh, green, yeah. you know, like, there's, I seen it it first like that, but there's no ghosts in this thing at all. Not not a single one. <laughs> um, basically, uh, oh, this is 2021, uh, directed by William Eubank. Uh, I watched this on Paramount+. Plus. Um, what you have here is it's it's found footage. Uh, like documentary style 
this woman is adopted and she finds uh through the internet uh some of her relatives uh from her adopt or from her original parents so she decides to meet up with these people figure out what the story is about well they're some strange form of amish so like you know they they get they get access to come film there but they don't use electricity they don't do any of that shit you know it's all candlelight they they wear the you know the 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 blue dresses and the overalls and you know the big hats mm-hmm. total amish shit um but while they're staying there they start realizing things aren't what they appear to be i mean at first they uh they're they're going to sleep and they look out the window and they see like all these hooded figures wow. with candles going into the woods and they're like what the fuck is that about and then uh uh they're they're told not to go in the woods cuz there's bears but they end up going in the woods they find this church all this stuff uh it starts it starts adding up and adding up this movie um it's not going to go where you think it's going to go and it gets really downright nasty at the end um it gets very violent very bloody uh it's a very bleak movie um I definitely recommend it. It was definitely worth a watch. I'd give it probably a, a three. Uh, it was uh, 138 minutes. So, I mean, it was a little bit of a watch, but I really liked it. Uh, so, as paranormal, paranormal Activity Next of Kin, even though there's no ghosts, they call it a Paranormal Activity movie. So. Peapod, how many sawbacks would you give it? To be honest, this is one of those films that... Um, when I come home from work or, or whatnot, and uh, sometimes my wife will be just watching something, and I'll ask her, like, what are you watching? And she goes, I don't know. And then uh, I'll, find, I'll end up watching most of it with her. I've seen this film. I couldn't remember all of it uh, until Same. Chris kind of remembered, really, like, kind of told a little of the story, and then I looked it up while, you know, recording. Um, I mean, it was fine. I don't know why they slapped the Paranormal Activity name on it, but it was... It was it was fine of a film. I was no somewhat goes, right? entertained. Yeah, no goes, no point, really. And I remember watching the very first Paranormal Activity. How many um, saw that? Uh, three. Three. I seen it when it first came out too, but I I barely remember it. But I don't remember hating it. I think I would have gave it around a three. I remember my general feeling about it. Well, yeah. Yep. Hanging out. Yep. All right, the next one I'm going to talk about is one that Chris also watched. (laughs) Uh, This one is, this one was fun. Uh, 2022 Glorious. It's on Shudder. This is uh, director Rebecca McKendry, which is one of the hosts of my favorite podcast, uh, Colors of the Dark. And Uh, she's hosted a couple. uh, I I, I very much enjoy her podcast too. she also was a member of Shockwaves. Yeah, well, Shockwaves is basically and the new colors of the beauty. dark. But yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, they were different. They had all different hosts and everything. I'm just saying she's been on multiple. I absolutely enjoy her podcasts. Her movies are, aren't are always awesome for me, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I really enjoy I really enjoy her podcast. She's got great insight on movies, and she knows what the fuck she's talking about. But anyway, glorious. It takes place surrounding this guy. Uh, he just got out of a relationship with his girlfriend. He's really like heartbroken. He's freaking the fuck out. He pulls up to this. Um, I don't know. I don't know where he's rest going. Stop. Yeah, he pulls up to a rest stop, and he starts like, 
he's freaking the fuck out, like pulls out his girlfriend's picture. He's crying about her. He ends up staying there overnight, getting shit house drunk, burning all his shit in one of those little uh, like burn pits that are just sometimes at road stops. Um, next morning, he goes into the bathroom. He starts puking and a voice starts talking to him from the other side of the bathroom stall through this glory hole. The glory hole's got this big, like, weird monster painted on it with all these uh, tentacles and shit. And this voice is just like... (laughs) Voiced by J.K. Simmons, no less, which I thought was awesome. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The the voice is talking to him and basically tells him that it's this demigod and he's got to do some shit for him before he can leave that bathroom and, like, gets into his head. It... I don't want to give you too much about this one either. It gets really fucking gory. Almost all of it, all of it takes place at the rest area. Um, you, it ends up going back into this guy's past a little bit, and all that comes out at the end. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I'd give it a three. You know, um, I really enjoyed this one, but it's yeah. also. Um... Uh, way up my alley on types of movies like I love like movies that that are funny but don't slap you over the head with it which there were some good fucking gags in this there was um, some funny shit in this like a couple times it, it made me laugh quite a, quite a bit the colors were beautiful yeah it it felt almost like a, a very cheap version of from beyond because everything was pinks and purples and yeah. um, the monster itself was very lovecraft I mean there was a lot of tendrils and goo uh, mm-hmm. cast of five people in the whole fucking movie, and most of it takes place in the bathroom, so that's really not easy to do. Uh, so yeah, big fan. Yeah, uh, I'd give it four myself. Yeah, three. Watch Glorious. I liked it. I had fun with this one. I, I would recommend it. And with that, I'm tagging out. So, went to the movie theater and watched Bodies, 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 and 2022 release. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. Halina Rajan. Does that sound right? R-E-I-J-I-N. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. The characters. One of them is Pete Davidson. And he's a rich kid. And they decide to have a party during one of the... Uh, hurricanes you know the the big uh rains coming in so already they're stuck in the house and hmm, it's really hard not to spoil this one as well um let me just say that uh uh all the characters you you really don't mind if they die or not because they're all like rich, um, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to sound lame. I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this one. I should have thought about this before the show. But um, Pete Davidson is one of the rich kids, and they're all rich kids. And one of them has a uh, boyfriend that she found on Tinder. And uh, even Christopher pointed this out. This is not a total horror movie uh horrible things happen but this is more like a uh whodunit 
and you're not going to know until the very end because I didn't know until the very end. And uh, I, I'm going to give this one four as well. I, I went again today. I, I went uh, I went before and I went today so I could refresh my memory. And I enjoyed it just as much the second time as I did the first time. Uh, Pete Davidson is not the main star. So if you are not a Pete Davidson fan, you can still go and enjoy uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But uh, it's an A24. And A24 is really hit and miss for me. Like A24 did X, which I put over every time somebody asked me about a movie. And then Pearl's coming out. And they did Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But they also did Hereditary Men and all that <laughs> horse shit. So it's oh, we have, we have very hereditary, hereditary do not reflect the rest of the uh, reviewers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but very hit and miss with me. But A24 did a good job with this one. Give it four saw bats. And with that, I am tagging out. Oh, it's it's in the theaters. It's not on any streaming service. You have to go to the theater right now. Yeah, I think that just came out like well, last week. Well, yeah, it'll be yeah. two weeks by the time this airs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And with that, I'm tagging out. A two, right. Christopher. All right. Uh, my last one. So this one, uh, this one's a pretty harsh uh, watch. Uh, so you, you, you get your warning ahead of time. This one's more for the strong stomach type. Um, this one's the house that Jack built. Uh, 2018. Two hours, 32 minutes by uh, Lars von Trier, starring Matt Dillon. Uh, this is a serial killer movie. Um, yes. It's a pull no punches serial killer movie. Um, he's gonna, You're going to see some shit you probably don't want to see, including child murder. And uh, yeah. when, uh, when he like says that. this one's when he says this one's rough to watch, he's not talking about the violence. He's talking about what happens in this movie. Yeah. If you're strong stomached, um, meaning you have to separate it's a movie from reality and the, who in the hell thought of some of the shit that's in this movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, it's you're completely right uh, about it, though. Uh, it's 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 a serial killer movie uh, set up in chapters. So mm -hmm. it takes place over like 12 years of this serial killer's life. And um, there's an, a uh, narration. It's it's the serial killer talking to this guy Verge and explaining his his crimes and you know why he did what he did and the ways he did what he did. You don't ever get to see Verge. You get the um, you start to get the the idea that that he is speaking to an otherworldly source, like a demon or something. That like is like an afterlife kind of situation. Um, it's extremely uh, bloody. Uh, it's very realistic. There's some decisions that are made that are going to make you roll your eyes every once in a while. Um, it is odd to see Matt Dillon play something so sadistic. But he did a um, great job. He did a great fucking job. Oh, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. And then... Um, the second half of this movie, it actually turns into a visual um, represent a representation of Dante's Inferno. Like nice. they even recreate some of the the artwork 
in real life from the book. Hell yeah. Um, this one's this one's a little artsy too. Like I said, hard to watch. Uh, there's a lot of trigger warnings, so stuff like you know child murders, shit like that bothers you. Definitely don't watch this one. Um, this is going to be either a love it or hate it. Um, I personally enjoy serial killer flicks, even though there was a part with uh, ducks that was a little hard for me to watch. Just because yeah. I can watch people get murdered all day, but when it comes to animal stuff and bugs and shit yep. on it. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, crazy. Can't fucking do it. With that, I give it uh, four um, um, cautious saw bats. Um, you got to be kind of a fucking sick one to enjoy this one. So, The House yeah. That Jack Built starring Matt Dillion, 2018. I'll give this one three and a half. And this one's, this one's a recommendation kind of like Hey, have you seen Serbian film? Or, hey, have you seen Salo, uh, 120 Days of Sodom? Not, not that it's on that sexual level, but it's it's, it's not as nasty as those movies, but it's in the wheelhouse. Like if, yes. if, if it's I'd say it's more around like a martyr's level of fucked up. Yeah, but I, I would recommend it at least once, and and uh, if you can't make it first. 25 minutes, go ahead and shut it off because it just gets worse after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kelly. Go ahead. All right. Uh, the next one I'm going to talk about is one that I just started re-watching and I've just been stuck on it again. This is... Uh, what year did I put? Uh, 2013, the series Hannibal. It's just amazing. Um this, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, this might be the best crime horror series ever in my opinion. Uh, it follows Jack Crawford. It's a, it's all like a prequel um, before Red Dragon. It's like the lead up into Red Dragon. Sadly, it wasn't able to be finished because it was on NBC when it aired and it was canceled before they were able to get to the finale that would have been I awesome. think the problem was is it didn't really find its audience until after it was already done. Oh, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Um, it, Jack Craw Crawford. It's play. He's pl hold on. Let me let me tell you some of the actors that are in this real quick. It's got um, uh, Julian Mads Anderson, Mads McKellen. Yeah, Mads McKellen. Uh, Catherine Isabel's in it. Um, the guy that plays Morpheus. What's his name? Lawrence just, Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, anyway, he plays. He plays like the and Scott Thompson from the Kids in the Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in it, too. Scott Thompson's in it. Mads uh, Mickelson plays uh, Hannibal Lecter. Who else? There was somebody else I'd just seen that I was like, oh. Oh, Gillian Anderson from The X-Files is also in it. But, um, yeah, anyway, this follows. It, it starts with um, Lawrence Fishburne. He plays the head of the behavioral the science department in the FBI, and he hires Will Graham He's like a private investigator, but he's got this really weird like feelings towards stuff. Like he he can kind of emphasize with the criminals and kind of figure out exactly how the crimes played out. Well, anyway, he can, um, he can like super empathize where he can put himself in the the mind of the killer kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, Hannibal Lecter becomes his um, psychiatrist. And Mads, uh, Mill I can, I never say his last McKellen. name. Right? Yeah. 
He's amazing. I never thought anybody would do uh, Anthony Hopkins better than Anthony Hopkins, but I, I got to say, I think I prefer this guy. I don't Being know. Oh, better yeah. than Anthony Hopkins. That's a statement right there. Boy. It is a statement. Am uh, I wrong, though? She's not wrong. Um, the thing about this show is, I, I and I'm not really huge into the, the whole... I really enjoyed Manhunter and I really enjoyed Silence of the Lambs. And that's pretty much the only ones I really enjoyed from that mm -hmm. whole series. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, this show is way better than it has any right to be. Absolutely. Um, it has the the super stylized art direction of like True Detective yep. with like a healthy dose of Dexter mixed in. Yeah, and it's, it's gory as shit for something that was on NBC. Like the kills, the the murder scenes are just elaborate as fuck. Like almost uh, like elaborate, actually to the point of like Silence of the Lambs, like the original movie. You know, it, it's awesome. Just everything about this, the relationship between uh, Hannibal Lecter and Will Graham, which Will Graham in um, Red Dragon, that was the role played by Ed Ed Norton. So they're kind of revisiting all that. Uh, it, it's just so good. I don't want to tell you too I, much. I'd like to point out, just as an editorial for myself, yeah. don't bother watching Red Dragon. Watch Manhunt by Michael Mann instead. It's the same. It's the same movie, mm -hmm. but much much better. Yeah. Todd Todd Newman. Todd Newman is uh, the big uh, Tooth Fairy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it goes through like the series of serial killers. Like you have the uh, what was it the. God, I just I just wrote it down. Where's my page? <laughs> oh, the the Minnesota Shrike. You know, it goes all through that saga, building up to the Red Dragon series. I just wish this could have ended um, the way it should have. I heard rumors that somebody was going to pick it up, but that was years ago, and apparently it hasn't happened yet. Uh, they're, before I... they're, they're hoping that it gets a resurgence now that it's on streaming, and if it gets a resurgence, Netflix is talking about doing it. Right now it's on Hulu and Plex. That's where you can watch it. But I got to say, I give this a, uh, I'd say five if it was finished properly, but four and a half. It is. It's the best horror series. It's up in the best horror series that there are. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I'd give it four and a half as well. I utterly love this show. Um, mm -hmm. The season two finale is probably one of the craziest episodes of television I've ever seen in my fucking life. Absolutely. Uh, they do not pull any punches when it comes to the gore. I mean, this is like R-rated gore on network TV. It's super uh, kind of like really pretty to look at, too, even though it's like grisly shit. They like yeah. make, they take the time to make it really cool looking. I don't know. It's it's a lot better than it has any right to be. The Hannibal series is a, a high recommendation for me as well. It's very in-depth. Very in-depth. I, I absolutely love it. And with that, I'm tagging out. I just wanted to mention this Thursday uh, a new vampire movie, The Invitation, comes out. I'll be going on uh, Thursday to go see it. Uh, the trailer looks pretty good. So, uh, Speaking of new vampire movies, I watched that Day Shift, the Jamie Foxx vampire movie. I started to. And on Netflix. Like, it's not bad. It's fun. Yeah, I started to, but I was working, and then I don't know. It's a it's a horror flick for kind of like for non horror fans. It's more action based. It's really popcorny and bright and fast. But it's still it's still fun. It's still a fun movie. There's blood in it. It's it's cool. I'd recommend it. I I saw some list on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like the the top ten 
Dracula or vampire movies. And Bram Stoker's Dracula was number one. I get that. But um, Fright Night was not on this list. Salem's Lot was not on this list. What? And Vamp was not on this list. Bliss should be on that list as well. Let me guess. uh, uh, Twilight was, though, right? No. Oh, thank God. All right. right, uh, uh, Anybody else got another movie or are we going to Spoiler Town? We're going. Let's hit it. Let's drop that drawbridge to Spoiler Town. Spoiler City. Next stop. We're talking about Orphan First Kill 2022. Hour 39 minutes. Directed by William Brent Bell. Starring Isabella Furman and Julia Stiles. The return of Julia Stiles. Yeah, I wonder what's going on. Maybe, I mean, maybe she's been doing like straight to TV or Hallmark movies and we just haven't known. I don't know. Or just movies we don't watch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it but feels I, like was... I haven't seen her in forever, though. I didn't even realize it was her until the credits rolled. But for her to come back, this was this was a good comeback, man. I, I believe yeah. her. I believe the shit that she was saying and all that. Um, so to, to start out with, uh, I will say one of my big things going into this was I was asking myself, like, the big reveal at the end of the first one was that she was an adult. You know, now that you already know that, how are they going to make this work? And I think they did a good job of that. They did a great job. Um, the They brought the original girl back, who is a, like an adult woman now. So they had to, like, use body doubles and stuff to make her look like a little girl. Because she originally was 10 years old when they filmed the first one. Was she? Yeah. I thought she was an adult when they filmed the first no. one. She was 10 years old. Uh, they oh, brought her crazy. back for this. I watched exactly the making the same of. In this. I watched the making of it. She's uh, like twenty three now or something. Wow. I, I used, did like. Uh, I did like every time uh, her back was turned. It was a little, <laughs> a little person. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They. So what they had? They had two stunt uh, girls that looked like her that played her body, and then she would be the face of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we saw it too. Um, they made a very bold choice uh, in the middle of this movie. There was, uh, I mean, we're talking yeah. spoilers, so we can talk about it. But yeah, uh, they 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 reveal that she's a, an adult like halfway through because you find out that Julia Stiles and her son killed the girl that she was she was <laughs> pretending to be. So I... what made it interesting to me is there was no good people besides the dad. Yeah, yeah. I I missed the reason. Was it because the daughter was paying too much attention to the dad? No, uh, the son apparently roughhoused with her too hard and accidentally killed her. And then, yeah, the the mom didn't want to lose both her kids, so she helped her cover up. They they threw the original Esther down that well that they threw the cop into. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Um, I will say it was a little slow moving for for the middle section of it. Um, also, this... I don't know why it was called First Kill when she was already in an asylum for killing people. Which yeah, I love the opening. Because it's I meant to be the... a prequel before the other one. Yeah, but they could have called it anything. It didn't have to be First Kill. You're right. No, I, I, I really did like the opening asylum scenes, though. And, and uh, yes. how she escaped, how she... Yeah. The uh, train that that the girl with the candy woman, yeah, uh, with candy. Uh, she would she would point somebody out, and the girl would attack until she said her name and threw candy. 
Yeah, it, it really showed like how manipulative she was yeah. prior to her even coming to the United States. Like, uh, that's what happens. It, it showed her the beginning and she gets an art teacher that goes into, you know, um, teach her how to paint and stuff like that. And doesn't she? She breaks out, goes to that woman's house. Well, she's in her car. Oh, yeah, that's the, right. She, no, she doesn't get in the car. She just makes her way to her house. No. Oh, wait, you know, she was in the car. That's right. Yeah, because the, the, the hatchback opened. The hatchback opened, and when she went and closed it, that's when uh, that's when she got her. So then she kills that woman, basically looks up a child that's missing in the United States. She looks for a missing persons report, and she's just kind of swinging on a swing when a cop comes along, and she's like, I'm lost. I'm this person. I live in the United States. So she goes back to this family in the United States. The Apparently, the only person that knows she's fake is the dad, or that believes that she's real is the dad. The rest of the family knows... Several scenes in, like she's like you think that like they don't know for a little bit, but they're yeah. acting off. It was really a bold, weird choice to make in the middle of that movie. It but, was a crazy fucking twist. But like, Julia, middle Julia stands as the wow. mom. Um, she is very happy that the husband is back to the way he was before uh, Esther was missing. So now. Esther. As her mom, she is helping her figure things out uh, like the psychiatrist. She's like giving her backstories and and helping helping Esther out because she doesn't want the husband to find out that the real Esther is dead. So now it, it just turned into... We thought it was one thing, and then in the middle of the movie, it turns into something totally different with the mom and the son helping Esther become that the old Esther for the husband's sake. Yeah, for the husband's feelings. Yeah. Okay, and, gonna... and maybe making that sound lame, but they did a really good job at it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, compared to the other one, um, they definitely made it an interesting movie. It wasn't great, in my opinion. I still think I like the first one better. Oh, of course, but I, I mean, uh, for for a sequel or a prequel, I thought it was adequate. I thought it, it matched yeah. up pretty good with it. Yeah, there was yeah. some cool. Uh, there was definitely some good gore in there. They didn't pull the punches on that. I, I think Esther has to learn to stop falling in love with her dad. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. that'll help her out. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll help her get away with whatever. It is, unless that is what she's trying to get away That's with. That's two in a row. That's her ultimate row. goal. <laughs> yeah, um, I enjoyed it though. I I don't really have a lot bad, nothing bad to say about it yeah. really. I, I give uh, it the old. I give it the old three and a half saw bats. I enjoy yeah, it that much. I think, I think it had some pacing issues in the middle. It kind of drug a little bit in the middle. A little bit, okay. Um, but aside from that, it was it was a fine movie. I didn't like love it. I didn't hate it. It was it was cool. I'll probably watch it again at some point. I don't know for sure. I give it three. Yeah. Uh, right. Shout out to Thomas Cox for helping me out with a Paramount account so I could watch. Orphan kills. Oh yeah, mine didn't work for you. No, it's all right. I, I all I did was 
put on there, hey, I want to watch Earth and Kills, and people started messing me everywhere. Thank you to, yeah. to everybody nice. who, who messaged me and helped me watch that movie. It's nice to be loved. Right. <laughs> well, right. yeah, with that, I mean, if you guys do love us, give us some more suggestions for movies to watch. We're always down for that. And uh, um, we have done it. We we watched uh, Cyst. We watched um, that French one. Sadness. Uh, uh, yeah, that whatever that French one Cut was. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, take the time to go and uh, uh, rate this uh, this podcast. And if you leave a review, we'll, we'll read it online. We will. Yeah, we, uh, we're getting a hell of downloads, but we don't get a lot of ratings, and it helps us get more viewers. So definitely uh, help us out there. Oh, but yeah. I, but I will say, every time the three of us are, are together at RPW, we all three hear people coming up to us saying, hey, love the podcast. So if you can tell us in person, take 10 seconds out and click a damn button and, and let, let everybody know what you feel about it. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to do Dr. Giggles next week, right, guys? That sounds That's good we're doing, to me. Dr. Giggles? All right. We're going back to the 90s, Dr. Giggles. Should we make it a 90s week or we'll talk about that? Nah, let's just, let's just do it. Okay. Keep theming shit. Yeah. All right, All right. Let's you guys close us the fuck out. Peace.